Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast, hosted by your one and only Julian Jean Georges. Hello, 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 hello. Hello and good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How you guys doing today? I was your day. I was your day, everybody. I was your day. I was your day, everybody. Today, by the grace of God, my software is actually not acting up today. I'm so happy. I'm so happy because of that. You know, once again, I do apologize for Wednesday, guys. Everything was set. I was sitting down just like I am right now, waiting for one o'clock so I can click live. And the software started acting crazy. It took like 45 minutes for the software to actually reboot, to actually start back over again. After that, guys, if you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for later. Right now is the time to actually do it. After that, Welcome to Talk With You. Today, episode 49, my episode today is Seeking God With Others. Seeking God With Others, ladies and gentlemen. Seeking God With Others. From the beginning of creation, being alone was never the plan. God did, God did something about that by creating fellowship for humans. So in the, beginning, in the beginning of time, it never was God's plan for us to actually be by ourselves. In the beginning of time, when God created Adam, and Adam was by himself, and then God said to himself, it is not good for, for Adam to actually be by himself because God created every animal with a pair. The lion male had a female lion. The dragon had a female dragon. The goat had a female goat. The tiger had a tiger, you know, you know, tiger female. It's just like all animals actually had a pair. So that's one of the reasons why God said it is not good for humans to be alone. So he put Adam in a deep sleep and then took a rib, took some of his rib and created Eve. So Adam can actually have someone to actually be with. I believe the reason why God, you know, like decided to do that is because I believe Adam started being sad. When Adam going around the garden actually saying like every animal had a pair, 
they having fun, you know, like they're playing around together. They um, maybe like they're sleeping together, not not sexually. I'm talking about laying down together. The lion laying down with the female lion. You just, you just like, and then Adam started to actually feeling sad. I believe maybe if Adam wasn't sad, maybe God wasn't gonna create, um, you know, create a female. But God created everything for a reason. God let everything happen for a reason. That's one of the reasons why me myself I believe that. God created his own movie. Everything that's happening on earth right now, that is God's movie. God created his own movie. Like people that create movies, they actually wrote everything in the movie. Like they already know what's going to happen. You know, like it's just like they create ways in the movie. You know, they create things in the movie to, to make something happen. And then they create another way to resolve, you know, like the problem. So I believe it's the same thing God did. God was in heaven saying, you know what, I'm bored. You know, let me create my own movie. So he already knew because he's the one that made it like that for Adam to start feeling like that so he can create Eve so Adam can have someone, you know, next to him. That's me, you know, like, I'm not saying for all of you guys to believe what I'm saying, but, you know, like, I believe everything that's happening on earth right now, God create his own movie because you already know what's going to happen. We were not created to go about this life apart from relationship. With fellow Christian of God, without our brothers and sisters, we will never experience the fullness of life God attended for us. You see? Without your brothers and your sister. I'm not actually saying like your your bloody blood. I'm talking about everybody around you or your blood and sister. It doesn't matter what the color. We are living like in a time of day right now. People focus so much on color. People focus so much on color, they forget that God created all of us equally. Just because our color might be different, if you cut me, I cut you. Your blood is red and my blood is red. So God created everybody on earth to be equal. So we are living like in a time of day right now. You know, it actually been like this for decades, for a century. That people do not want to be around some people. And this time and day we are living, stuff are getting better a little bit the way it used to be back in the day, centuries ago, you know, decades ago when they used to be you know, slavery, <clears throat> there's still countries that have slavery, but right now talking about in the United States and all the other countries that don't have slavery the way, the way it used to, you know, we're starting to see, you know, like color, you know, like, you know, people in two different color getting married, having children, being friends, sitting together in the same church. So that's the way God attended, you know, like life to be. God did not create us to be separate because of our skin color. Even right here in the United States, there is a lot of places in the United States, they, you know, like they, they do not like color people. You know, the white do not like color people. And then because of that, some of my, you know, some of my black, you know, like some of my black people starting to be racist too. The reason why I say that because they're judging, you know, like, you know, like they don't want the white to be around them 
because of what the right used to be, you know, used to do to them. So a thing is not supposed to be like this. In church this day, we actually seen that in church, church member do not like the other church member. Church member is talking bad about another church member. Church members see, you know, they know that somebody in the church is going through something. They are not taking the time to help them. It's just like even in church, even in God's kingdom, there, there is division, separation. There's division, there's separation. So God never attended, you know, never attended for us to be without a partner, without someone. God never wanted, you know, like, you know, his children to serve him alone. That's where community comes from. So what is community? As, as, as Christ followers, community is having mean, meaningful relationship where we do life together by sharing encouragement, serving, forgiving, chasing faithfully after God. In a community is where we can be our, our true self with others. It is a it is a safe you know safe place, the the place where we can share our greatness, accomplishment, and joy as well a dark a darker moment and failure. It is where we show up in each other life. You know, you show up in each other life. That that means like in a community you will know each other life. I will tell you about my life. You know, a community doesn't have to be like thousands of people. It could be like a five or ten people. You form a community. A community. It's like a group. The people within that group actually helping each other out. But at the same time, we do see in a community, they still have the negativity. Within the community. Within a group community, you still have people within that community. When once when somebody actually says something about their personal life, when somebody explains something about their personal life, someone within that community, someone within that group take their business somewhere else. You know? They take that business, they take that person, personal life, put it on social media, radio. Some of them, within that group, when someone is talking, they record the person talking, and then they post it online, trying to get, you know, you know, like, trying to be funny, trying to get views, because they're trying to embarrass, you know, their fellow Christians. So today, I'm actually here to tell you it is good to seek God together, but I am also going to tell you at the same time, you need to be careful. I'm also going to talk to you guys about the error that we are making within the community as well. It's not every community that you're supposed to go into. You're supposed to make sure that the, that community is a true community of, you know, of Christian follow, uh, followers. 
there is all kind of community. There's community of people that serving Satan. There's community of people that doing witchcraft, that's doing voodoo. There's all kind of community. There's community of gang member. Gang member, those are community. So you need to make sure that by me talking about it, it is good to seek God. That's where community comes from. I'm not talking about any kind of community. I'm talking about the Christian community, the true Christian community, the true men of God and women of God. Not everybody are men of God or women of God. Even the Bible say at the last day, a lot of people will say, you know, uh, a lot of people will say that I did miracle in your name. I cast out demon in, in your name and God will say, I never knew you. So that's showing you that not everybody in church, not everybody that claiming to be a Christian are really a true man of God and a woman of God. So you need to be careful the community that you actually choose to join. It is good to be in a community because sometimes we wake up, we don't feel like praying because we are going through something. The pressure is so heavy on you, the pressure is so heavy on me, cause me and you not to be able to pray. Cause me and you not to be able to read our Bible. Cause me and you not to be able to be alert. When the Holy Spirit is talking to you and me, because we are stressed, you know, stressed, we are going through something. But when you actually have fellow Christian around you, you are involved in a community group. You can call somebody saying, like, please help me, because like I am going through a lot of pressure right now. I am going through a lot of anxiety right now. I am going through a lot of depression right now. I am not able to pray. Can you please pray for me? That's why community is good. That's why being involved in a Christian, once again, in a man of God, woman of God, Christian group. Like I said, not everybody that say they are Christian, they are really Christian. A lot of people that claim to be Christian, they are not living the life of, of, of a Christian. You can still see the world within them. So I'm talking about true men of God and true women of God, Christian group. You can call one of them saying like, hey, I am going to a lot right now. I really need someone to please pray for me because I am not able to pray. I am not able to read my Bible. I am not able to do nothing because I am stressing. Please pray for me. So one of them will pray for you or they will call the whole group so they can choose a day and time to pray for you, or they can put you like on three ways, they are calling the whole group and then everybody pray for you over the phone, or somebody might be close to you, pop up your house, knock at your door, and then come pray for you. It is good to be in a man of God, in a true man of God, woman of God, you know, Christian group, because sometimes our mind is so busy because of the daily you know, a lot of activity that we are involved in because you have to go to work. Some of us, we got two jobs, three jobs. Some of us, we got multiple business that we are managing. Some of us, we got multiple online, you know, like, um, you know, talk show that you are, you know, like, you know, like that you are managing like me. Plus, you have business that you have to manage. So sometimes our mind is so busy. God is trying to talk to you. Your mind is so focused on something else. And then God will choose someone within that group 
tell them the message and make them call you to tell you what God trying to say to you because God is not able to access your mind because your mind is so busy. God is talking to you, but you are not listening. You are not hearing the voice of God because you are focused on running your business, going to work, paying bill. Your kid is stressing you out, boyfriend and girlfriend having problem. There is problem within marriage and all them crazy stuff. And then God is not able to, not like he's not able, you are not paying attention to the word of God talking to you. So God will use someone within that group to talk to you. So it is good to be involved in a community. Once again, we were not created to go about life apart from relationship. About this life apart from relationship with fellow Christian, fellow children of God. Without our brother and sister, we will never experience the fullness of life God attended for us. In the community, we discover our place in the body of Christ. In the community, we'll learn what it is, what it is to serve out of love, honor, and respect. In the community, we, we will see the healing love, the healing and love that can only come from those who share in the same spirit. You see? In the same spirit. So we are able to discover a lot of stuff within the community. Because within the community, not everyone is going to be on the same level. Someone will be stronger than you spiritually, able to help you in something that you are weak in. For example, I might be one of my weakness might be might be it's hard for me to control my sexual desire. That's an example that I'm giving. And then there will be someone within that group that is stronger and that that's stronger than you in that location, in that part, and they will be able to help you. They will be able to support you. They will tell you. They will give you advice of the thing they, they are doing that helping them not to focus too much in the sexual desire. So you can be able to overcome whatever you are going through. Even me, myself, I'm telling you I need to get involved in a community because, like, you know, I'm in a new location, a new environment, you know. I used to be in Boston, but I left Boston. I'm in a new environment right now. So me, myself, I need to, I need to find a community. So I'm not just talking to you, and then I'm not talking to myself. I am talking to myself as well. So, so being put in a community will help me and you to actually do that. You know, we will learn a lot of stuff. Or you might be stronger than somebody else, and then God will use you to help that person. And then like that, when like the love of God is, is within the people in the group, the patience of God, the love of God, all the people will join. Because a lot of Christians, even people that's not a Christian, they are looking for a community group. If you go around, there is a lot of different community groups of people looking for help. Especially people that go into anxiety, depression, mental problems, you know, like, you know, they want to come in suicide. They are looking for groups to actually join to help them. That's what a group 
is there for. It's a group of people helping each other out. But at the same time, you guys that's in the group need to make sure that you guys going to respect each other. You guys not going to take somebody's uh, life story and then put it out. You guys not going to look at your fellow brother and sister down because of something they say within the group that make them look lower than you. You think they, they look lower than you because of what they say, and then you start acting with them differently. You know? You don't want to be around them no more. You don't want to shake their hand no more. You don't want to hug them no more because of what they say. So it should not be like that. You should always love one another within the group. You know, within the group. Community is where we can be our true self, like I said, with others. It is our safe place. The place where we can, you know, share our greatness, accomplishment, and joy. And, uh, and well, as well, our dark our darker moment and failure. It is where we show up in each other's life for the, you know, in each other's life. It is known and being known deeply, like you, you know, like you actually knowing somebody deeply because there's some stuff people will say within that group. It's like they're pulling everything about their self out. It's like they're pulling their whole, you know, like their whole life story out, you know, because like they need the help. Like, you know, like, you know, like, some people got so much pressure, got so much stuff going on. The only way for them to be set free is to put everything out. So when they find a community that they trust enough, and then they will feel comfortable to put everything out. But you need to be careful. Who, whoever is within the, a Christian community, and then you gossiping, or, you know, about that person when you're not in the community, when you're not in that group. Don't you know, like, don't think that God gonna watch you like that. You will pay for that because that group is a secret group. You're supposed to help not making fun. You know, you're supposed to help the person to feel better, to get over whatever they are going through, not make them go deeper to what they are going through. So we need to be careful. You know? It is for pursuing God and growing into the best vision of ourselves for his glory. It is fighting the good fight and helping those around us fight it as well. You see? In a community, you are helping the people within the community fight whatever they are going through. We fight this life because serving God is not easy. Living a Christian life is not easy. Living a man of God and a woman of God life, it is not easy. Because we have the enemy after us, pursuing us, attacking us, persecuting us, because he do not want you to, to continue living in the life that you are living right now. He wants you to go in the world so whenever you die, so you can go to hell with him because he already know there is no more chance for him. So Satan and his demon, they already know they cannot be saved. So they don't want you and me to be safer, to be saved. 
They don't want me and you to actually go to heaven because they know what's in heaven. The Bible says that God, you know, like, you know, is creating like a new, you know, a new heaven, right? There will be a new heaven, a new earth. So maybe that new heaven, Satan don't know that new heaven yet. Because like, you know, Satan got kicked out a long time ago, you know, you know, in the heaven right now. But the Bible says, God, you know, like there will be a new heaven and a, and a new earth. So maybe Satan don't have no idea that Satan know the heaven that he actually got kicked, kicked, kicked out of was very beautiful, fabulous, like gorgeous. Can you imagine the new heaven? So he know the new heaven is better than the one he actually got kicked out of. You know? So he don't want you to actually go there. He's doing everything that he can to actually make you not to go there. So in a community, in a community group, you, you know, like you will find people that will help you fight whatever battle that you're actually going through. Whatever battle that you are facing, you will find someone within that group to help you. So it is good to be part in a group. You know, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people say, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. I don't have to go to church to serve God. Yeah, it's true. You can serve God wherever you are, but it is good to go to church. The church is a community group. You know, there's some stuff that God will use a pastor. I'm talking about like a true man of God, not any pastor. Not every pastor you see that God called them. There is a lot of pastors. I even know a few of them. God never called them to be a pastor. They pay someone to make the license for them, the pastor license for them, and then they open church so they can make money. They only focus about the money. That's it. They don't care for nobody else. But I'm talking about like a true man of God that's the pastor of the church, a true church of God. When you're involved in that church, you will find other people to support you as well. God will use the pastor because the pastor is connected with God. The pastor is taking time to fast and pray and read his Bible, meditate every day. So the pastor is con connecting with God. So God is using the pastor to say something to you. Because, like I just said, your mind is so busy because of life situation. You know, some of you work five jobs, four jobs. You know, some of you do not have time even for yourself. So when you go to church... You will, you know, like, the, you know, God will use people in the church to talk to you. Sometimes, even me, that happened to me. I, you know, like on Sunday, I don't want to go to church. And then when I go to church, I feel so weak, so depressed, you know, like so tired. And then when I go to church, the music and the message and the people around me, around you, boost you up, boost your energy up. They give you energy. That you lost. They give you energy that you didn't have when you came in the church. You came in the church tired, ex you know, exhausted, you know, a lot of pressure, stressing, and then you leave the church feeling good, feeling blessed, feeling refilled. Like your spirit has been refilled because you was having problems to do it yourself at home because you was going through some stuff. So that's why it's good to go to church. So the church, it's a community. You know, at the same time, it's good to be involved in a small Christian group, community group. Because in the church, 
if you're not involved in a group within the church or a Christian group, when you go to church, not everybody going to pay attention to you. Not everybody know you. They see you in the church. They say, hi, are you doing? And then everybody's going their way because church is over. People are trying to go home because they have to go to work. People are trying to go home because they have to cook Sunday, you know, Sunday dinner. People have to go home because, you know, like they have somewhere else to go. So they also like they don't really take the time to be, to really get to know you. But when you are in a group, like, you, you know, when you are in, in a group, those people will know you deeper. You will know the person deeper. So you will be able to seek God with that group together. You guys will read our Bible together, meditate in the word of God together, fighting whatever battle each other is going through. When, when one of you is sad, the other one, you know, the other one going to feel it. Corinthians 12, verse 25, 26. Say that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffer, all suffer together. If one member is honorable, honored, all will joy together. God desired this for all his children to humble themselves and live as one body. As one body. Talking about one body, this body right there. You know, you see your body and my body. That is like a one member. The brain control everything. The brain tell the finger to move. That's why the enemy focus on your mind. If you allow the enemy to control your mind, he will control your body. He will control your life. So a member. If my finger hurt, my whole body feel it. If I have a headache, my whole body feel the headache. If I have a fever, it's my whole body that's hot. You know, if I cannot breathe, my whole body is acting up. So that's the way, you know, like, you know, like a community should be. That's the way the small group that's seeking God together should be. When one person within that Christian group is actually going through something, everybody in the group should, should feel it. You know, everybody in the group should, you know, should actually feel it. If one body wants, you know, someone within that group having a headache, everybody within that group should feel the headache and then look for ways to actually heal the headache. If I'm in the group that I'm going to something, everybody should feel it. Instantly, they should call me, hey, my blood, what are you going through? Are you okay? Because I will feel that you are not okay. Within that group, within that community, even inside the church, even if the church have thousands of members, if the church is a truly a church of God and everybody is truly a woman of God and men of God, everybody's spirit should be connected. When someone is not feeling good, you should feel it. It is better when you are in a small group because that small group, they know you deeper. People in the church see you in the church, but in a group, they're getting to know you. They're being involved in your life, 
so they get they are getting to know you so they they should you know like you know like each other feel let's say there's like five people in that group all of you your spirit should be connecting together because it's one body one member one body one member you know so if one member suffering, all suffer together. God desired this for all his children to humble themselves and live as one body. When one part of a physical body hurts, the rest of the body feel the pain and work together to heal. God desired it to be the same among the spiritual body of believers. He desired, he desired this, he desired to, to fill us with his love and use us to provide healing for one another. He longed to guide us to a lifestyle of humility and sacrifice and the you know, you know, sacrifice and pressure of being his his hand and feet for each other, of being his hand and feet for each other. That means like God is desired to use you in a group to be his hand and feet to help each other out. God is desired for you to be in a group, for you to have someone that you are seeking God with so God can use every one of you to help each other out. God going to use your mouth to help someone out, to say something to someone, to, to send a message, to bring a message to someone that God trying to talk to, someone that is going through something. God wants to use you in a community, in a group. God wants you to, to, to have brothers and sisters around you so you can seek him together, so you can help every one of you to serve him, to do his work. So not just you in a group, when everybody in the group is okay, so God will use that group to go around and help other people out that's in darkness. God might change the group to, to, to a missionary group, and then, and then God start making you guys traveling around the world and then helping each other out. That's why it is good to seek God with others. It is good to be involved in a group, in a community, ladies and gentlemen. It is not a good thing to serve God by yourself. It is never good for you to stay home every day. I'm also talking to myself too. Thinking that you're able to serve God on your own. Because there will be time and day you will not be able to pray. There will be time and day you will feel so stressed. You will have so much anxiety, so much pressure upon your life, upon yourself, you will not be able to meditate in the word of God. But when you are in a group, you are involved in a community, you are involved in a church community. Once again, like I said, be careful of the church, be careful of the community. But when you find a true men of God and women of God church, men of God and women of God Christian group, Christian community, you will be able to go through things because you will find other people that will support you to help you go through whatever you are going through. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people commit suicide. Because they cannot find no one to help them. People that commit suicide is because they are going through something, they are weak, they cannot fight it, they cannot find no one to help them fight it. 
So when they, you know, that's one of the reasons why a lot of them, they look for community group. I said that before, I'm going to say, say it again. They look for community group so they can release the pressure, release the problem, release the thing that they are going through. They're releasing it in a group because they trust you enough that you're not going to put their business out. That will make them feel better. And then every one of you supposed to help that person to get out, not to go deeper into it. So it is good to seek God together, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how many times you read your Bible. You might be someone that fasts every day, meditate every day, pray every day. God is talking to you every day. It is not, you know, don't think that you're able to do that on your own. God never attended to create you, you know, human to be on their own. That's one of the reasons why when God saw Adam by himself, he created Eve. So Adam can have someone in his life. That's one of the reasons why God created marriage. Because he wants you to have someone with you in your life to help you go through whatever you are going through, to help you serve him. It is good when you marry someone within the same belief as you are. So you become a community. Like I said, a community can be two persons, three, five, one million, two, two million, one billion, whatever. So being alone is not good. You know? That's why you need to make sure that before you jump into marriage, that's what I was going to talk about Wednesday when, when my software got messed up. You need to be careful that you choose the same person within the same belief as you. Never think that you, you are able to change the person. Never think that you are ready on uh, that you are able to change the person on your own. Oh, I can marry him. You know, you know, I have no problem. I can change him like in a week. I can change him like in two, you know, like in two months. And then you jump and marry that person, and then 20 years later, you still haven't changed that person. 20 years later, the person is still the same because you thought that you could do it on your own. But when you are, you know, when you actually like invite God, he will help you. And then when you allow God to choose the right person for you, that person will be equal with you in every way to help you going through whatever you are going through. Your weakness may not be that person's weakness. Your, you know, whatever you are weak in, the person might be strong. Whatever the person weak in, you're going to be strong. So each, you know, every one of you is going to help each other out. So God never attended to create, and God never attended for me and you to actually be alone, for me and you to serve him, you know, to serve him alone. So God's desire is to to be the same among the spiritual body. He desired to fill us with his love and use us to provide healing for each other. You know? It takes receiving the love of God to give love. You know? It takes receiving the love of God 
to give love. To be a leader in a Christian community You need to receive the love of God so you can be able to give other people the same love that you receive from God. If you do not have the love of God, you will not be able to support the person within the group. That's one of the reasons why people that's like counselor, they go to school. They go to school so they can learn the technique they need to to have, to the thing that they need to know, the knowledge they need to know so they can be able to help someone when they come to them for advice. So it's the same thing. For you to be a leader, not just a leader, but I'm talking about... Sorry, but I'm talking about being a leader right now. For you to even be a leader within a Christian group, Christian community... You need to receive the love of God first so you can be able to provide the same love to other people within that group so you can be able to be a good leader so you can be able to be patient. It requires a work of, of the Spirit to fill us with the courage to be valuable with, with our community in order to receive and give the love we have been given in Christ. So, will you be a child filled with the love of your father today? That's another question. That's my first question. So, will you be a child filled with the love of your father today? I'm not talking about your earthly father. I'm talking about your heavenly father, your heavenly father. Will you be a child filled with the love of God today? So you can be able to provide the same love to somebody else. Because if you don't have the love of God in your life, you will not be able to love somebody else. If you don't go through the training of God, if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to do the work within you, to train you, to put the thing that God wants you to have, you will not be able to be a good leader in a church because the church is a community as well. You will not be able to be patient when a lot of people come to you telling you their problem. You will, you will fail. You, you will bulk out yourself. Because pressure will come to your life too. Because a lot of people talking to you, a lot of people, that's pressure. So if God do not you know, do the thing that he's supposed to do in your life so you can be able to do it, you will crash. Because we are human. Somebody might say something to you like in the group, but you don't have, leave, but you don't have the love of God. Then you're going to start being mad. You're going to blow up. You're going to say things that you're not supposed to do. You're going to forget that you are a Christian, then you're going to start saying stuff. So, But when you have the love of God in your life, you will be able to provide the same love to other people. You will be able to give the same love to other people within that community. Will you allow God to use you to help 
a brother or a sister? That's my second question. Will you allow God to use you to help a brother or a sister? Will you choose the purpose, uh, purpose and joy that come from leaving sacrifice and voluntarily? If so, will you discover us? You know, you know, will you? Yeah, um, you know, I, I wrote this now. <laughs> I'm having problems to write the thing I just wrote. That is crazy. You know? So, will you allow God to use you today, ladies and gentlemen? Once again, my first question. Will you be a child filled with the love of your father today, like the love of God? Second, will you allow God to use you to help a brother and sister? Will you allow God to use you to help a brother and sister? Will you, my third question, will you allow God to use you to create a community, to create a group, a Christian group? So God can send people within that group so God can be able to use you to help those people within the group. Will you allow God to use you within that group to encourage somebody else? Will you allow God to use you within that group to listen to the problem of others? Because some of you, some of us, we don't like to listen to nobody's problem. But we, but we want people to listen to our problem. That self, you know, selfishness. You want someone to spend so many time listening to you talking and then when somebody else coming to you, trying to talk to you about a problem, you do not want to listen. That's selfishness. The Bible said, do unto others what you want others to do unto you. If you want people to trick you away, you need to trick them the same way. I'm not saying like for you to, you know, like to... To want people to trick you bad, that's not good. I'm talking about like good things. If you want someone to say hello to you every day, every time they see you, you need to say hello to them too, not just them saying hello to you. So if you want people to listen to you, you need to be able to allow somebody else to listen to you. So that's why I'm asking you, or will you allow God to use you so you can create a Christian community so God can send people within that community, within that group, so you can be able to help them. So you and those people can seek God together. Will you allow God to do that today? My fourth question, will you allow God to use you as a missionary to go around the world and make a disciple for God? Not, not for you, but for God. Bringing soul to God. So you and those, you know, and those people within the missionary group can seek God together and do the will of God. Will you allow God 
to do that today? Will you allow God to put his love upon you? So you can be able to give the same love to other people. There is a lot of people that need our help. People that's Christian, people that's not Christian, believers, non-believers. A lot of people are seeking for help. That's one of the reasons why they are going to other God. Because when they're trying to serve the, the right God, the true God, people that's supposed to be serving that God are not helping them. So they are going somewhere else to get the help. Because every one of us is seeking help. You might think that you, you that you are not seeking help, but you've been seeking help so many times. When you're going through something, you are seeking help. You know? A lot of us saying that why God never used me, because the way that you want God to use you, that's not the way he wants to use you. You might think, you might want God to use you like to open a big church. Oh, God, use me, God. I want to be a pastor. I want to own a big church. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then God just wants to use you in a small Christian community group of five people or ten people. So you, each of you guys can seek God together. So you guys can help each other out. Because there's something that God put in you that he will be able to use within that group. But you... Thinking about, imagine that asking God to use you by providing you a big church and, and a lot of people. So you can be a pastor of a church of a thousand people, 20,000 people, 30,000 people, but God just wants you to be a group leader in a five, in a group member. And if that five group member will be so powerful, that five group member will be, will become like a family. You guys will support each other to seek God. You guys will support each other. When one of you guys sick, they're going to feel it. Your spirit is going to connect together. You guys will be able to help each other out. That's one of the reasons why most of you, your prayer haven't been answered. Because the thing that you want, that's not what God wants. You know? So, seeking God with others is a good thing. The best way to do that is to be involved in a community, is to be involved in a Christian group, a Christian community, not a drug dealer community, not people that serve in the community. I'm talking about a true man of God, woman of God community, true Christian followers community. It could be a church. It could be a small. A church is good, but a small group is good too. You can be in a church. And you can be involved in a Christian group, small community group. So whenever you are going through something, so you can have a brother and sister to call, say, please help me because I am going to pressure. Because the enemy is attacking me. I had a bad dream last night. The enemy was attacking me. Please help me. So they, they will pray for you because they become your brothers and sisters through Christ. So it is good to seek God together.
Before you do that too, you need to ask God to put his love upon your life. You need to ask God to put his love upon your life. It's because of the love that God had for me and you and still have for me and you that he agreed to give his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for you in the cross. So whoever believe in his name, whoever believe in his son's name will have eternal life. It's because of that love. So you need to ask God to put that same love upon your life so you can be able to love your brothers and sisters, so you can be able to help them. Because if you don't love them, you're not gonna be able, you're not gonna want to listen to them. Some people might talk to you for like eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours straight. But if you don't have the same love that God has for you, you you're not gonna want to spend all that time listening to somebody's problem, drama. That love will give you patience. That love will give you, like, will make you humble. You know, a patient. Like, you know, that love will make you want to help people, you know? Listen to people's problems so you can find ways to help them. That's being a superhero. A lot of you always wanted to be a super superhero. If a kid listening to me right now, I know you you imagine a become a superhero. That is a way of become a superhero. You don't even need to have lightning power. Flash power, flying power. You have the power of love of God within you to help other people. To listen to other people. You know? Then you will save a lot of people from the end of the enemy. Who's the enemy? Satan and his demons. And you need to help God to help you overcome any attack. Because by you allowing God today, the moment that you are listening to me right now, those four questions that I asked, if you agree and you allow God to use you that way, the enemy will, will not like you no more. The enemy don't like you right now, but it's going to hit you more. Because God is using you to set somebody else free, someone that Satan been actually been, been pressuring for years and years and years, and Satan think that he was going to get that person, and then God is using you. God going to use you to set that person free. Satan going to attack you. So you need to pray as well, the same way I say to ask God to put his love on you, but to ask God to protect you, to put his protection in you, to close you with his weapon, with his armor, you know, like his, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like his uniform, his soldier uniform, you know, like his protection so God can protect you because Satan not going to like you that God is using you to set somebody else free. So there is prayer that you need to do. There is thing that you need to ask God to do for you so you can be able to do that. Even me talking to you right now, I'm asking God the same thing too. You know? Being a pastor is not the only calling within the kingdom of God. Having a big church is not the only thing that you're able to do within the kingdom of God. Praying for one person a day is something that you're able to do within the kingdom of God. To have that person sick, God. Having two people around you, three people with you, in it. In a group is something you're able to do within the kingdom of God because each of you guys is going to help each other 
go through whatever that you you guys are going through. Going to help each other to seek God's face, to serve God. So it is good to seek God together. It is good to be in a community, in a group, in a Christian group. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your enemy. I don't believe human beings are my enemy. Somebody do me wrong, I do not see you as an enemy. I see Satan as the enemy, because Satan is a true enemy. Satan is the one that's using you because there is something, there is an open door in your life that causing the enemy to, to make you do the thing that you are doing to me. I'm not going to get mad at you. I may not like what you're doing to me, but I'm mad at the enemy. And I'm also mad that you allowed the enemy to use you, but I'm not going to hate you. Because you are not my enemy. Satan is my enemy. You know? Yes, we make mistakes because of life problems. Some of us choose to serve Satan because you say God takes too long. You've been praying for so long. God haven't answered your question. So you choose to leave God to go save Satan. But I don't make you, you know, I don't see you as my enemy. Satan is my true enemy. My job is to pray for you so God can help you get out of whatever you are going through. My job is to talk to you about my sweet Jesus. That's why I'm so happy that God called me to do this broadcast, to do this Christian talk show, to go live with you guys. I know sometimes the enemy attack me by messing up, messing up my software. When I want to go live and I'm ready to go live, just like on Wednesday, I was ready to go live. You know, I was sitting in front of my camera. Everything was set, you know. And... When we clicked on live, the software couldn't go live, you know, until almost an hour later, the software worked. And I was able to do, uh, to do that video that I did, you know, that short video to apologize to you guys. But at the same time, I'm happy that God chose me so he can use me to talk to you guys. After that, if you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day to accept Jesus Christ upon your life, into your life, and your life as your Lord and Savior. Because you, do, you don't know if you're going to survive later on today. You don't know after you're listening to me right now if you're going to make it two seconds later, one minute later. It is good to accept Jesus Christ right now and your life as your Lord and Savior. I know a lot of you might say, there's no pastor next to me. You don't need a pastor next to me. You just have to say the prayer. The prayer can be anything. The prayer can be, Jesus, forgive me for all my soul, uh, for, for all my sin. You know, I surrender my life to you. I accept you, on, you know, in my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Even if you don't know the prayer, you know, like in the Bible that you're supposed to say when you're accepting Christ, any word, you just have to confess your sin and tell God that you accept him in your life as, as your Lord and Savior. Ask God to come in your life as your Savior and surrender your soul, your life, your body to Christ. Instantly, you become a child of God. Instantly, God put his seal upon your life. What is the seal of God? The Holy Spirit. Is the seal of God. God will put his spirit upon your life. 
then, we'll, then you will be covered with the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And your sin will be forgiven. And whatever sin that you commit after that, you just have to keep, for, you know, asking God for forgiveness until you die and you will forgive your sin. So accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Before I'm done, once again, don't seek God by yourself. I'm not saying you're not able to, but it is good to serve God with someone in a group, especially when you are married. You and your wife, you and your husband should team up together to seek the presence of God, to serve God together, and then so you guys can help other people to do the same. It is good to be involved in a Christian community group. For the people that are listening to me, the people that are watching me, it is good to do that. But at the same time, you need to be careful. Not every Christian group are Christian group. Not every Christian group are doing the will of God because somebody in that group is going to take your business and put it out. So you need to be careful. Ask God, if you want to be in a group, ask God to bring the right people into your life. Or you can start your own. You can start your own. After that, guys, I love you guys. Thank you for the patience. Thank you for understanding when I put online that I'm having difficulty problem, technical difficulty problem. You know, thank you for for the follow. Continue follow. Um, um, continue sharing my page, please, guys. I really want um you guys to help me um with my YouTube channel, guys. You know, share my YouTube channel. It's the same name. Talk with you. Search my YouTube channel. You guys will see, you know, like my background, you know, like on my YouTube channel. Share, like, leave comments. You know, help me grow my YouTube channel just like you guys are helping me grow my Facebook channel. And also my Instagram, my Twitter, my Twitter, um, TikTok. People that's on TikTok, just type talk with you. My name going to, you know, going to pop up. Then you will see my logo, you know, you know. My logo, right? My logo right here, up there. Yeah. Then you will see it. After that, guys, have a good night. Have a good day. May God be with you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for becoming my family. The people that are listening to me, you know, on my podcast platform, thank you for becoming my family as well. Have a good day. May God bless you guys. I will see you guys on Monday. Love you. Hello, thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 